This first post reads, My husband walks around the Powell Park track most mornings. Once he came home all in a dither because he rounded a corner and caught a grown man pooping behind a tree. If people don't mind dropping their drawers and letting loose, then how will we ever get them to clean up after their dogs? Well, first of all, don't act like people poop on trees with a choice. Obviously, (laughs) this guy had an an emergency. emergency. Okay, woman? Look. I could tell this triggered you a little bit. It did. I never I pulled on like, a tree, but... You know, but I feel like you've had some emergencies. I had some, some close calls, man. Have you ever seen somebody take a poop outside? No, I don't I, think so. I've seen it one time. I was literally in traffic on La Brea. I just looked <laughs> to my right casually. You know, you just hit a red light and you just looking around. Contact? Now I was looking around. This guy's just literally pulled out his pants right by a bus stop. Not even behind a tree. Just yeah. by a bus stop. Yeah, yeah. And just start taking the shit. And yeah. I'm like, am I the only one that sees this? <laughs> And I felt like I was the only one that noticed this. I mean, that's just another day in L.A. (laughs) This is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Chinadu Anaka. And I'm Candace Thompson. And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor app. And where else? Libraries. We be looking on bookshelves. We do be looking on bookshelves. I've read so many books. You don't read. I do. Do you? What's the last book I read? Moby Dick. You did not read Moby Dick. I read Moby Dick. Did you? It's about a whale. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Well, you didn't know that. <laughs> My bad. I was thinking about Moby Doc. That's yeah, what I was thinking thought, about. Oh, I thought it was about cargo. Moby uh, Dick. That's about a whale. That's a porn star, right? A bald-headed whale that could sing. He does concerts. And he had a mean one. Wait, where are we? I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was the intro to the show. I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. Be honest, are you procrastinating by listening to this podcast? It's okay. You just need Rockstar Focus. Choose from three delicious flavors, each crafted with ingredients for an ideal energy and mental boost, like lion's mane, 200 milligrams of caffeine, and zero sugar. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. But I, I will also say that I like her use of the word dither. Dither? I'm surprised I haven't heard that in a rap song. Dither. Dither. <laughs> with the. <laughs> <laughs> I was with the. And we did the. On my Twitter. On the shitter. No, yeah. sorry. Oh, that was a good Take one. it back to the poop. Take it back to the poop. Because we got away from the poop. And this, this is a message to all the people out there. If you see somebody pooping outside, man, obviously... They don't have a choice. It's an emergency. Either mind your business or be helpful, man. What do you think about toilets just set up around outside? I think that's a horrible idea. Why? People are going to live in it. <laughs> I promise you that. Well, we solved the homeless population problem first, and then we installed it. They take care of the poop. Yes. 
I'll let, now we're talking. See, there we go. Well, I don't. I don't think that problem is as easy as salt <laughs> as you think. I should be the governor. Well, forget this, guys. <laughs> She's got she it got all. Her priorities in order. <laughs> That's my motto. People progress and poop. Well, forget this. I'm all about this alliteration. <laughs> There'll be no more pooping on trees if you vote for me. On trees. That was not really an issue in my head. <laughs> Let's jump into our first segment. This is where Chinadu and I discuss what's going on in our own neighborhoods. Yeah. Go first, Guinness. I know you want you to. You always want me to go first. Uh, you always want to go first. I don't uh, mind going first. Okay. But go ahead. All right. <laughs> I have a post that reads... Consider this before posting. Ask yourself, am I a colon, grumbler, a whiner, a squawker, mm. a grouch, mm. a sourpuss, Ooh. a sorehead, Ooh. a moaner, yeah. a bellyacher, okay. a griper, Talk about it. a crab, what? a sniveler, mm-hmm. a grump, yep. an attention seeker? Nope. I'm guilty sometimes. You? Question mark? That person just left her first session of therapy ever. <laughs> She's like, I figured it out. Actually, it's a guy. Oh, well, which one are you? I don't ever post on my neighborhood app. I'm a snuggle puss. What, what was that? What, what was it? Which one? <laughs> sour puss. Oh, sour. I don't know. What, what does that mean? A Debbie Downer. Oh, I don't think you're any of these. You're all negative. I'm a jigglypuff. What? What? You know, we can, we make fun of these people who post on this and it's just like, you're just doing this for attention uh, or you're just doing this because, you know, you're just trying to ruin the mood. Everybody's in a good mood and you're just like, I want to just shit on everybody's parade. So I don't know. I think he was just like wanting people to self-reflect before they post because a lot of these posts are unnecessary. Oh, so he's like a referee. For he's that. like, before you post... Which one of these are you actually doing? Is this necessary? Do you have to post this? Or are you doing this because you really need to go to therapy instead? This guy's trying to kill our show. (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, get off the app, man. Look, man, if these people stop posting, if they start self-reflecting before they post, they're not going to post nothing. All right. We need the crazies. We need material. (laughs) (laughs) But shout out to that guy for, um, you know. Trying to do good. Trying to, like, make people look at themselves. I used to be that guy in the comment section. Oh, yeah? Trying to heal people. Hilarious. Oh, it's a waste of time. I did it for about six hours. Yeah, no, because like, we all know you have to want to heal yourself. Oh, man, ain't that the truth? Preach, Can't help Candace, anybody preach. that don't want to help themselves. Preach. Let the church say. Preach. Amen. Amen. Sister Candace, please pass around the uh, collections plate. Yeah, please. So everybody can just. <laughs> After I take some for myself. Here you go. Right. <laughs> this post reads, dentist, period. Any recommendations on a great dentist for kids around here? I'm not really liking the one I have right now. They're very rude and unhelpful. And I can tell about their lying about the work I did just to keep getting more money. I mean, I wonder if that's, is that a thing with dentists? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dentists are like mechanics a lot of the time. Because you don't know, you don't know what's going on in there. So you just trust them. You don't. Yeah. I'm not a dentist. I don't know. They could completely make up a name of a tooth. Man, right. 
Uh, you know your um, you know your fizzle tooth is kind of a uh, fizzle tooth's coming in. It looked like it, it it's like doesn't have enough room to come in, so we're gonna need to pull all these seventeen teeth around it to, to give it left. some space to let it thrive. And yeah, you're it's just like be about two thousand per tooth now. Yeah, absolutely. You got you you got PPO. But your fizzle tooth is your most important tooth. It's your most important. So tooth. you can't let that decay. And I'll show you some fucked up pictures of people with who let quote their, unquote yep. let their fizzle tooth grow in. You're like, oh hell no! All right, yeah, doc, dude, take all my money. <laughs> I know at least 17 people that died from fizzle tooth related. Oh, it's the leading cause of, of teeth deaths. I actually had an experience. My first dentist that I had when I moved out here, you know, I was in my early 20s and I didn't know anybody. So I just took my I met some friends. And well, you know, I didn't know them very well, but I took their referrals because they were like, we have a great dentist. So I went there and mm. this chick was straight up just lying about everything like she told me I needed a crown that I didn't need. I got a second opinion. He was like, no, you didn't need a crown. You don't need that. But I had already, it was too late. I had already. This one dentist I went to, I had no pain. You know, it's funny. You walk in with no pain. Mm-hmm. And then they sit you down for a little checkup. And, and they bring out these really sharp tools. And they're like, does this and hurt? And they poke your gums. You're like, does that hurt? Like, like yes. Oh, yeah, now now yeah, it does. You've been stabbing He's me. stabbing me in my gum. Two hours with a sharp-ass needle. Of course, my gums ain't an elbow. <laughs> Those are gubs, sir. You know damn well that hurts. You're trying to convince me. you trying to fuck with me mentally. <laughs> My dentist, he had a gold tooth. I should have known better. Hey, man, I got you, brother. I said, I don't know. <laughs> then you leave and then you got gold teeth. Like, I didn't ask for this. Yeah, dentists, yeah, they do be doing that, too. He's like, that's my signature. That's what I do to all my patients. I said, what? <laughs> Next up is Neighborhood Watch. This is where we, uh, you know, this this Neighborhood Watch is where we look out for all the apps to find the best local stories. Now, Kansas, I got a question for you. How? Yes. How are we be looking? How do we look? <laughs> X-ray vision look Man, through the wall. We look through you, above you. Under you, around uh, you. Cross-eyed, <laughs> microscopic. We're talking about telescopic. Softly. Mo- through a monocle. Man, we will look all night. Binoculared. I had surgery to stitch the top of my eyelids to my forehead, so I will always be looking out. Just for this show. So I can never blink, because I don't want to miss nothing. Look at that. Dedication. All right, this first post reads, a Boston high school is forced to use a party bus with a stripper pole (laughs) for a field trip. And I'm sorry, multiple stripper poles for a field trip. Jim Mayers, an 11th grade advanced placement language and composition teacher at the Brook Charter School in Boston, said in a since-deleted tweet that the original charter bus had fallen through. So the high school students in Massachusetts had to ride on the party bus with a stripper pole and neon lights to a recent field trip. (laughs) It is a funny story, but there actually is a real bus shortage, and it speaks to major flaws in our education system, he said, adding that the field trip was still a success. He is now using the attention he's getting to urge people to better understand educational inequities and other problems facing the nation's school. If it's gotten people to talk about the overall infrastructure of our education system and different ways schools are prioritized, then that's good, too, he wrote. Now, one line that caught my eye, Candace, is when he said that the field trip was a success. I would argue 
that this was the best field yeah, trip that they've ever kids had ever ever gone on been on and will will ever be will on. ever be on. <laughs> this they peaked field they, they did peaked field trip peak until they're twenty one themselves and they got <laughs> hire all the party buses they want to. I wonder how like they tried to lie to them because teachers be lying to their students left and right. We have no choice. Oh yeah, that's not a stripper. That's pole. not a stripper pole, guys. That's like you know when you're on the subway and you need there's too many people and you gotta right. stay, there's people standing down the aisle. They need something to hold on to. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. This is the glitter. I, oh, that's uh. <laughs> but she is right though. There's not just a shortage of buses. Yeah. There's a shortage of teachers right now. Of everything. People are leaving the educational system left and right. Yeah. It's because a they're situation. not paying teachers appropriately. No, they never have. For a very long time. You know. Let's be honest, teachers are raising the kids anyway. Yeah. Most kids leave school at 3 p.m. They go to after school program to 5.30. After that, they go home. They have dinner for an hour. They jump on the video games for two. They do homework for another hour. And they go to bed. Teachers are raising these kids. These kids for the low and not getting paid they're getting, getting paid, paid five dollars an hour <laughs> and these teachers can't just be teachers these days they gotta be teachers mm-hmm. counselors mm-hmm. sometimes fathers mm-hmm. mothers sometimes best friends security security confidants bus yeah. drivers traffic mm-hmm. controllers <laughs> like <laughs> what is going on so teachers get used to these triple poles <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling there's going to be more of these party buses. (laughs) In your life. Because I used to be a teacher. I know. All right. All I want to say is, where were these party buses when I was growing up? Talk about it. (laughs) All right. We had the old buses with no seatbelts. No seatbelts. No seatbelts. Bus driver hates his job. He's going to 70 miles per hour. (laughs) He's in a road rage battle with some Ferrari. Not paying attention to stop signs or lights. There's a fight in the back. (laughs) No seatbelts. We going two hours to Nasberry Farm with no seatbelts. I mean, just to think I made it out alive. We all. Public <laughs> school is a mother, man. Let me tell you. This next post reads, police are responding to a report of a man who threw a sandwich into a man's face at Amy's Deli. This happened on Cassandra Boulevard in Kew Gardens Hills, Queens. Amy's Deli. Amy's Deli. Amy doesn't sound like she'd own a deli. Amy don't sound like she on a Yeah, no. <laughs> Amy like own like a, a, a knitting factory. Amy owns a Madewell. You yeah. know, <laughs> Amy owns like she fits bike helmets. An organic produce right. stand. She makes like socks. Not even yeah. for the whole foot, just no. like the big toe. Yeah, no. Just <laughs> big toe socks. Like Amy's a weirdo. But not a deli. That know, that threw me that threw me a little bit. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, throwing a sandwich, that's rude. But there's worse things. Not in a deli. I'll take. Well, a I sandwich. guess maybe in a deli there's worse Throw things. Throw like face. a meat slicer. That would hurt somebody. It's my favorite type of sandwich. By I'm all not, means, not throw even mad at, at it. Throw me a throw a croissant sandwich on my face any day of the week. I could be mid board meeting. I would not. Oh, who threw that <laughs> delicious ass sandwich in my face? And can you throw another one, please? Yeah. <laughs> you have some mustard. <laughs> now, what do you think is more important on a sandwich? Mm. The meat or the bread? Candace, you ask such an important question. That's why I'm here. And to be honest with you, the bread. The bread is everything. The bread is everything. The bread could ruin I know. a sandwich. And it has. Some sandwich bread could be good, but it's too thin for the sandwich. The sandwich is too heavy. Yep. Everything is falling out. Yep. I didn't order a salad, sir. Have you, has anyone ever told you you could do a TED Talk on sandwiches? Oh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You sound like the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the time, I'm a sandwich connoisseur. I know my breads, man. Ciabatta. A little focaccia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all in on the pretzel bun. It's oh, heavy, though. Pre- pretzel bread is delicious. You got to cancel the rest of your day, though. You cannot eat a pretzel bun sandwich and think you're just going to have a normal day. I haven't done it in a long time, so I don't remember. Oh, you're going to need a three, four-hour nap off top. It's a whole loaf of bread in that pretzel bun. Them pretzel buns is thick. It's the inception of, of breads. Bread. <laughs> it's just bread inside of bread inside of bread inside of bread. It's just bread, bread inside of bread. For real. <laughs> For real, though. All right, this next post reads, a dad sees his young daughter playing with a tarantula and panics. David Lemon from Tuscan, Arizona, noticed his 18-month-old daughter, Blake, sitting on the ground, playing with a coffee can. And when he asked her, what was she playing with? She responded by saying, bug. She's just learning how to talk. She's one and a half years old, Lehman said. Right now, there's a bunch of beetles everywhere. So when she's saying bug, I'm thinking, ah, cool, you caught one of those little bugs. She then picked up the coffee can and showed him what was inside. In the video caught by the family's backyard camera, Lehman can be seen screaming, jumping, and trying to knock the coffee can out of his daughter's hand. Instead, Blake fell down with the coffee can. Oh, hell no. He explained that they have some artificial grass where Blake had been playing. So she wasn't hurt in the fall, although he did say the spider landed on her shoulder. So he knocked her on the ground and also flung the spider onto her. her. (laughs) This guy is a real life spider bed. Good job, dad. Good job, dad. She was like, I was just fine playing with this tarantula all by myself. Man. Now you not only knocked me over, but you've angered the spider. Right. And then that's why the moms don't leave us with the kids. I feel like the fur on a spider is to me the scariest part. (laughs) You could probably be like a four inch spider. And I wouldn't be as scared of you if you were a bald spider. It's the hair that gets me. The hair is terrifying. And yeah. why is that? What is about the fur on a spider that's... It's a very close shave. That's why it's a buzz cut. Very military-like. That's what's scary about it? I don't know. But that's what it looks like. Have you ever seen a spider with a goatee? No, that'd be, that'd be lit, though. I mean, I would probably keep Like, him. damn, who your, who's your barber? <laughs> who's your barber? That thing is clean, bro. <laughs> Did a whole turn to the side? Damn! Hey, that thing's sharp. Who your barber, tarantula? I'll go to my boy Dante uh, Inglewood. <laughs> oh, Dante? 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 I know Dante. Oh, he be, he be late, though. He be doing all the insects. He do all the insects. The grasshoppers. kind of creepy in the there, The praying mantises. <laughs> the mantises. <laughs> what else I think is about the tarantula is because they're, like, puffy. They're uh, thick. They're juicy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You scared of that <laughs> juice, huh? Yeah. Me personally, I'm drawn to it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> if you're enjoying yourself, we'll be doing this every week. And let us know what's been going on in your neighborhoods. If you have a story that you'd like to hear on our show, send it to us. You can send it to our bios on Instagram. I'm Jokes by Candace. And Chinadu, what's your confusing handle? It's not confusing at all. Chinadu's a very common name. I know nine children just living in California. I do too. Chin, E-D-U-U-N-A-K-A. They love it. Oh, man. Chinadu? Oh, yeah. You, you know, know what time it is. You know what time it is. Woo-hoo! I think this is kind of my favorite this segment. Is, this, is, this is my favorite Chinadu show. enjoys it. No, everyone knows your favorite segment is the Won't You Be My Neighbor. That's segment. true, but this is very close. This is this comes in a close segment. It's like right on the booty. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> 
All right, well, Chitty Doo and I are very excited to have this guest for our Phone a Friend segment. And this is where we just have one of our comic friends come on and just riff with us and tell us a neighborhood story. And uh, this guy, man, we go way back. Way back. Way back. Toddlers. He, toddlers. That's how long we've known each other. <laughs> He's hilarious. You may have seen his special on Comedy Central called Ian Talk. He also has a very popular podcast called The Soccer Comic Rant. Put your virtual hands together for the amazing Ian Edwards. That's right. Hey, what's <laughs> up, Candice and Chinadu? And uh, thanks for having me. And uh, great to meet you all for the first time ever. And uh, maybe one day we'll all meet in person. That's the hope. Now people are going to know we were lying about knowing you since we were toddlers. Yep, that's why I did that. Just do us under the bus. <laughs> I didn't like all the way back. That's so true. Like, let me. Yeah, I can, you know, I can understand that. Yeah, he was trying to age you by saying you knew Candace as a toddler. He was like, hey. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I am 75 I years as, old. I don't want to be seen as old as Candace. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm old, but I'm not Candace old. <laughs> Most people, Candace age died during the pandemic. And World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> take, take your fix. Smallpox <laughs> took about <laughs> during the age of cholera. What? <laughs> All right, Ian, what you got for us today? When I moved to New York, my mom got a house in Uniondale, which is a black town. You know, but it's like a, it was like a middle class black town. So one day, mm-hmm. me and my friends are walking on Uniondale Avenue. And as we're walking on Uniondale Avenue. Wait, how old were you? How old did you say? Teenager. Teenager. Like 17, okay. 18, 19, 21. You know, all those? Okay. Teenager. Yeah. <laughs> 25, <Anyway>. 26. <laughs> 40. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so we're walking down Uniondale Avenue and this car drives by. And it's like a rickety ass car and it's full of like white dudes and uh, they yell out nigga as they drive by Mm -hmm. and I looked at the we all turned around and we looked at the car Uh, and I I know my friends were offended but I wasn't even a comic then but in my head I was thinking what if that car started to sputter and break down (laughs) (laughs) Right after those white boys. (laughs) The universe intervened with the engine. Yes. Instant karma. And then we just and we just walk up to them. And just ever so slowly, like a horror movie. Yeah. 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 Just take our sweet time and surround the car as they try to start it like a horror movie. (laughs) And (laughs) listen to them apologize. And, and try to get out of it. That car just broke down like, right at What that is moment. the punchline to this car <laughs> full of white dudes yelling nigga? Yeah. In a shitty ass car. <laughs> like, we all drove better cars than you, and you're trying to insult me. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be racist, you better have a brand new <laughs> You better have a nice engine, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to take no <laughs> chances. Yeah, you better, like, get a pit stop, have them <laughs> change all the parts, mix it. And then you come around, right. and then drive back to the pit stop, get new tires, and then get back out there and, and carry on with the racism. And then make sure your tires are rotated before you participate <laughs> yeah. in the bigotry. <laughs> 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 
You don't even have the car facts. You, so you yell at the N word out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can't be yelling, nigga. You got rack opinion staring. You know what I'm saying? You don't know when that shit's gonna give out. You know, I think usually that is the case, and I think that's where a lot of racism stems from, is like uh, when people feel so shitty about themselves that they have to make someone else feel just as shitty or worse. So they're not happy about driving around in this rickety car. So they're like, who can we take this out on? The niggas on foot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> niggas on foot. Yes. That's what he yelled out. <laughs> we got a car. Yep. We got a car and privilege. <laughs> just to clarify this the car never did actually break down that was just your fantasy because it looked like it was on its last leg right. I would just never in that type of, type of vehicle risk it like have that and, and you're gonna break down in a black neighborhood you're right. gonna break down in a black neighborhood and right. the, the town that you're about to enter is an even blacker neighborhood so <laughs> it, it was just like what are you thinking are you out of your mind? So they were about to T-bone the border of Roosevelt. And if the car broke down there, and then we just yell, yo, these motherfuckers just, oh, man. It's, and Roosevelt probably had enough been over. black athletes that could probably ran down they the car. Just... <laughs> he had to break down. <laughs> hey, niggas on foot. What that? What the fuck did <laughs> say to me? That's, that's not our and name. That, <laughs> I just imagine a, a, like a careful, more calculated racist just working really hard, saving his money mm-hmm. to buy a new car just mm-hmm. so he can be racist. <laughs> Just, just for racism, racism. Yeah. Just be racist. he starts yeah, a yeah. GoFundMe for a better car. Saving yeah. up for racism, man. I'm trying to be outward with my shit. I'm keep. I'm sick of keeping yeah. this shit inside. <laughs> <laughs> shit is killing me. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what a good car would be for that. Pick a trust with an American yeah, flag yeah. on the back. Yeah, I don't trust him. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Something about American flag on a pickup truck is just like, mm, <laughs> all right, I, I see y'all later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. I wasn't hitchhiking. I'm yeah. good. That flag is way too big. I got left to walk. Yeah. Anybody's have a big ass flag on the back of their truck? No. Outside a, of the month of July? Up to no good. Up to no good. Mm-hmm. No, none good. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing, Ian. That was fantastic. You know, I'm glad it happened to me so I could share with you today. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm uh, glad this traumatic yeah, event happened to me. I'm, yeah, we're glad you gave you yeah, a, a platform. Glad, to, so we could laugh at the yeah, trauma. Yeah, yeah. Finally, me being called nigga was worth something. <laughs> Do you feel healed? <laughs> no, nah, I feel more hurt, actually. But, uh, <laughs> but you guys got a story. So, you but know. just think of all the people that will be entertained by it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably some. <laughs> I wonder if that guy's alive. He's like, he listens to this. That was me. <laughs> He's going to call in. His old foot. Could you guys okay. give me a shout out? <laughs> <laughs> my car I'm still driving the same car I would love to have dinner with you and apologize I've grown since then <laughs> Ian before you leave we wanted to ask if you would stick around and join us for one more segment it's our Karen of the Week segment which is where we give away an award for a woman who's being the Karenist of the Karens alright All right. <laughs> yeah that's right he sounded he sounded so enthusiastic. Nah, nah, nah. People don't know I Ian guess. well. That's that's pure excitement. <laughs> that that's, is that is Ian excited. Ian has one emotion. If Ian won the lottery. He'd be like, <laughs> "That's Ian. You just won the Mega Million California Lottery. How do you feel? Cool. That's what. That's dope. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I wouldn't tell anyone. Oh, facts. I, I assume life is normal. 
Anyone, It'll be so hard not to just go around slapping people. <laughs> Ian just slapped me in the Why face. That, of all, things. all right. Well, we'll be right back after this break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. And we're back. Now, our next segment is called... (laughs) <laughs> and I'll have you know we really left the room, okay? Oh, yeah. All right. We had lunch and everything. Mm. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> this post reads, Amon interrupts her son and he proposes to his girlfriend. Dan, a.k.a. Cat Dad Dan on oh, TikTok, boy. shared a video filmed by his father of him preparing to get down on one knee to propose to his then girlfriend. But as he reached into his pocket to prepare for the big moment, his mom can be heard shouting, No, no, no. Not knowing what to do, Dan walks away while his dad kept recording, he wrote alongside the clip. When someone asks Dan if he's just going to let his mama decide who he's going to be with, he responded, my mama says she knows what's best for me. If anyone tells me different, they're the devil. (laughs) The devil. Mm. He later confirmed that he and his girlfriend did actually get engaged after all. An interrupting mom. That interrupted a proposal. Where do you propose that? That sounds more like just a mom than a Karen. Yeah, that's just a real mom. It's a, <laughs> it's yeah. a it is definitely a, a mom move. But she's doing Karen behavior, which is you know interrupting and thinking that you're entitled. You know what I'm saying? Like this is his yeah. moment, and she's just interrupting, which is you know Karen. Bra- if you don't run about your mom yeah. and then you propose in front of her, <laughs> most moms is going to do that. Just off a of jerk yeah, reaction, right. unless you're like 45, yeah, they're like, all right, God damn it. Right, Bonds right, right. Finally. Right. <laughs> she's, she's seen that woman hurt her son, and now <laughs> getting on her knee to propose to her. Yeah, she's like, no. And then now she's being made out to be some type of Karen. <laughs> well, moms don't ever need reasons, just FYI. That's the real You know talk. how moms be like, you like, go to your room. Why? Because I'm your mother. Right? Like, that was the excuse that she gave for this. Why can't I marry this woman that I love? Because I'm your mother. And I said, no. Because like, I'm your landlord. That's what she really meant. That's what she... <laughs> that's, what, that's what moms are trying to say. Because I'm your landlord. I don't want you here. Now I'm going to have both of you here? Right. No. <laughs> Ian, would your mom interrupt if you... Well, I mean, we know you would never propose to a woman, but... I would I would interrupt my... <laughs> <laughs> I don't need somebody to do that right. for me. Just the, the, the devil on his left shoulder is like, whoa, 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 whoa. My man. Nigga, are you, are we got a date mind? next week. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. not listen to anything that I've taught you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lesson in itself, man. Everybody should be on their own mothers. The world be all better place. <laughs> Everyone be their yeah. own mothers. Yeah. I mean, be responsible for yourself. That's a, that mom might have I'm here like, for that because yeah. moms are tired. All right, <laughs> he is lost. He's like, what? He's like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> uh, wait, Ian. <laughs> uh-huh. This has been fantastic, but I did want to say before we let you go, 
a lot of people don't know that we were roommates for a brief amount of time. Yeah. What was the worst part of being a Candace's roommate? What was the worst? And then give me the best part. And if there is no best part, don't feel like <laughs> don't, don't feel like you have to make up one at all. You can give us two worst parts. <laughs> she hated another roommate more. more so I was good. Like, it, was, it was actually funny. Remember my peeping Tom story? Oh, that's when Ian lived. Ian was there. I asked Ian to help because when I heard the voice outside, I told him, I was like, Ian, I think there's somebody outside. He was like, are you serious? (laughs) Are you serious? You're like, what the fuck you want me to do? Yeah, no, basically. He came in my room. I was like, go outside. Scare him away. What you doing in here? Writing jokes. You don't go outside. Yeah, no. I was like, you're Jamaican. Go handle it. What are you doing? <laughs> you supposed to have a bat or something on you? Ian goes outside. The guy's like, well, isn't it the nigga on foot? <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy. I had to break it through the canvas and black. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I would have never and been he's here. Like, fuck. He's like, oh, <laughs> you mean to tell me I've been beat off to a black yeah. queen this whole time? <laughs> I'm sick. I'm yeah, sick, yeah. He just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ian, where can people find you online? Holler at me on Instagram and on Twitter at Ian Edwards Comic. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And make sure y'all check out his podcast. Soccer Comic, yes. comic. Rant on all podcast platforms. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Ian. We love you. All right. Love y'all, too. Be good. All right. Be well. Bye. Candace. It's time. Yes, should I do? It's time. What's it? What What time is it? Well, it's time for Won't You Be My Neighbor. So before we tell you the story, though, I want all my listeners to make yourself a nice bowl of pho. Did you say pho? Yeah, pho. Oh. That's right. Get okay. that broth nice and hot. You know, put your favorite noodles inside. You know, maybe add some seafood or, you know, if you're vegan, put some tofu in there. I want you to sit down next to your favorite mother and snuggle up to her your bosom. Your favorite mother? Some people have multiple mothers, Candace. Okay? This is 2021. Get with the times and get ready for Won't You Be My Neighbor. This post reads, a 12-year-old boy's dream comes true when he's adopted by his best friend's family. Uh. 12-year-old Andrew was moving from one foster family to another in Nashville, but when he met Jock and the Gill family a few years ago, life started to change for him. Andrew went under the foster care of the Gills, and the two boys grew closer and closer. Kevin and Dominique, Jock's parents, were also fond of him and decided to officially make him a part of the family. So one day, Molly Parker, who works with the Tennessee foster care system, asked Andrew to take a walk with her to the park. That's when he got the surprise of a lifetime. I saw people standing around the park, he said. Then he saw the Gill family standing there with a sign saying, will you be a part of our family? Without hesitation, Andrew said, yeah. And that was the beginning of a new chapter in Andrew's life, as well as the lives of the Gills. This is beautiful. I've had dreams of being adopted by others' families. <laughs> so my friends' family. <laughs> so this one really hit yeah. hit home for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have, I have, a, I have a family. They're great. <laughs> but, you know. Sometimes, you know, my other friend, he had a lot of DVDs at his house. And I was like, I really want to live here. Uh, so this guy's living my dream. <laughs> As a young child, with growing up with very limited family vacations. 
we should also note, since our, our listeners can't see this, but the family that adopted him is black and he's white. That's right. You know what made funny? What? I shouldn't say this. Yes, you should. But it's hilarious. Yes, please. Because it was a very public axing of him. And what if he was like, ah, I'm cool. I just found this other family a couple of weeks ago. Ah, not really looking. You guys cook with a lot of butter. <laughs> oh, who, who doesn't want that? <laughs> I don't know if I can take that every day. <laughs> Look, I just want to give a genuine shout out to the Gill family and to Andrew and Jock. I hope your friendship can make it past a close proximity now that you will be together. <laughs> now they're going to hate each other. being roommates is a whole other <laughs> yeah, ballgame, baby boy. You can't live with everybody. You're like, you... man, this ain't your real family. You know, Jack was here at least one time. <laughs> That's not your real son, Dad. How you going to take your side? Whoa, whoa, Jack, whoa, Jack, whoa, Jack. Whoa. We went over this. Be easy. Now, nah, it's going to be a good time, man. Congrats to the Gill family. Beautiful story. Well, Candace, what did you learn today? I learned that if your kid is playing with a tarantula, maybe just let him play with it because it's not probably not going to bite him. Nope, don't do you're, that. You're probably going to do more damage <laughs> than good by trying to swat it away. Facts. And I learned that there's a bus shortage out here. There is. Had no idea. I thought buses were plentiful. Trinity you going to be on the corner now waiting for a school bus with a stripper pole on the side yeah. to come pick him up. Can you imagine? She's trying to take a public bus to work. They pull up with the just blasting. You're like, uh, is this the number 15? You're like, yeah. Going to Gardena? You're like, yeah, yeah. I guess I am I now. I guess I am now. <laughs> you get on there, no, what, this no open bar? What's going on right, in here? What's going on this here? is disappointing. Nah, 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 no change. Dollar bills only, brother. $20 to get on the bus. $20? <laughs> I'm taking this to save money. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Well, we got Destiny. That's why it's $20. And you're like, oh, (laughs) well, hello, Destiny. Yeah, oh, okay, here we go. Everybody going to work smiling. The solution to many problems. Great way to start the day. Mm -hmm. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Candace Thompson. And me, Chinaduanaka. Is a Spotify original podcast. We executive produce the show. Thank you to our lead producer, Allison Johnson, and our producer, Tiara Darnell. Matthew Cellelli edits the show. Cornelia Stradwick does writing and research for us. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Delvec. And special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, Kelly Kyle, and Courtney Gilbert. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify. <laughs>